Tuz. There it is. Sounds good, man. Oh, I love it. Bringing us into episode 48. Question mark. Is it 48? Reggie Phillips. Wow. Who do you think of when you think of 48? I, I, Reggie Phillips was on the 85 Bears. Okay. I don't think of any 48. He scored a touchdown in that game. He really? Pick six. I don't know of any 48s. Are there other? There's not many 48s. That's why I'm saying he's the one that comes to mind. I think of Nick Nolte. No one's ever heard of him. You think that? 48 hours? Is that what? Yeah, is that weird? I go Nick Nolte. I go double 24. Now I'm picturing his mugshot. Two days. I remember seeing that movie, and uh, probably the first time I saw boobs in a movie. Really? Yeah, we were up um, in Milwaukee, Irish Fest. Okay. Like our whole neighborhood was staying at a holodome. Parents were partying. We were unsupervised. (laughs) It's the first time I ever saw Eddie Murphy. And you saw his boobs, too. Yes, I did. That's fantastic. That was my first Eddie Murphy experience. I wonder when I'll see boobs in a movie for the first time. I don't think I've ever. I tend to watch just you. (laughs) One of the memorable ones was Species. Oh, yeah. That was way late, though. Yeah, but I don't know if that was my first, but it was toward the beginning. We got our mascot chiming in. Yeah, we're, uh, we are live in the garage here on a Monday afternoon, and my dog is barking at people. I like the uh, garage feel, though. This is kind of not Wayne's World, but uh, Wild Stallions. <laughs> it feels good. Bill and Ted's little garage band. We've got a, uh, we've got a boxing bag. We've got a, uh, a refrigerator. What is we got that? some spider webs. Let's get one of these spiders on the show. <laughs> we might interview a dead mouse by the end of this show. Hell yeah. I do want to ask you, there is a, uh, there's a footprint on a cabinet behind you. Was someone doing karate? Six feet in the air? Oh, I never noticed that. That's a that's a high up footprint. That must have been someone standing on that and fixing the other one when they were uh, when he was cutting them. Makes sense. That's an amateur <laughs> amateur move right there. I was doing some amateur work this week. Yeah. See this table on here. So I we do. had Josephine's first communion. Congrats to Jose. That's that's a big day. Oh man, was it ever? See, and I built a table for the party, Jim. Look at you. You had an extra year. Daddy built well. this table. In the back of our yard, his banner over you is love. That's a nice little table. That's got a. It's got an umbrella right down the middle of it. Did you have to? Uh, yeah, I had to cut that hole. Did you have to cut a hole for that umbrella, or no, did it I come that way? I just jammed it right. I just pushed it through. That a boy. No, they come like that. I man. figured it came like that. Pat. Jim is such a just bachelor. To, I don't, well, I don't to, like build outdoor things. I don't do uh, a whole lot of building and putting things together. So that was that felt good. It's good to have a project. Get that Allen wrench going. Hell yeah. That thing is shaped like an L to remind you what a loser you are. <laughs> what a... I shred... You shred your hand up. Oh, the worst. I had this other heat lamp, too, that we... Sarah won a heat lamp in one of these uh, Facebook scam gambling uh, enterprises. Oh, yeah? A little multi-level marketing event? A <laughs> little bit of that. Uh-oh. And we needed a heat lamp. So it worked out perfectly. It did. I mean, I'm sure we... She spent more in that uh, gambling than we would have... <laughs> Paid uh, retail for a heat lamp, but so I had to put a couple things together, buddy. I had a boy. I blistered up this week. Did you really? No, it's not that bad. Ah, I where'd mean, you I get that my table? Hands. That table, uh, I don't know. Sarah bought it online. They, it seems like a sturdy, sturdy quality. I had to build a chair the other day. Oh yeah, I got a new computer chair. It's the difference between you and I. You're building wood. I'm building more places just to sit. You got wheels on it. It does. It's a nice one. Spent a hundred bucks, you know. I, just, I you. went all out. I, I didn't not all out, but I wanted a comfortable chair, you know. What kind of? Uh, spend a third of your life there. Spend the money. Got some lumbar support in that. It does have a little does, bit of lumbar. Does hundred dollars come with lumbar support? It does have a little bit of lumbar. Thank you for asking. That's nice. I'm proud of you. Good work. Yeah. How was the communion weekend? It was great. It was, um, you know, delayed. A lot of people make their communion second grade. My daughter, mm. kind of. <laughs> come on, step it up, girl. You haven't, you haven't hit that sacrament yet? <laughs> yeah, they delayed it because of uh, COVID, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they postponed it till till now. We did it. They did um, uh, two masses. Sarah and I were the only ones allowed to go with her. Really? I was like, take Luke. <laughs> she said, no, it has to be the parents. Aww. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, I feel bad because uh, I just, um, you know, it's not what, a communion usually is. Yeah. But it was still a great day. We had we had an, a nice time. Jose was uh excited and but it's different, man. 
you're, you know, it's just three of us in a pew sitting in a mask. Yeah. And you think, like, with the mask and the situation, like, you get a, maybe a little abbreviated version. Mm-mm. I think we were uh, still, you know. What'd that clock in at? A little over an hour? A little over an hour. Oh, man. Because I think your time that you could have saved, you lose, because uh, there's no support up there. There's no altar boys. Sure. They're not bringing them in. Sure. You got to space everything out. Yeah. A lot of moving microphones around, sanitizing. So there's delays. You bring the tarp out. <laughs> They got the whole team. <laughs> Rain Delay Theater. Roger Bossard, the sod father, comes out. I didn't even realize that there weren't altar boys. My nephew was here. Were you an altar boy? I was not an altar boy. Okay. We didn't we didn't stick with religion very long in my portion of the family. You didn't stick my with it? My dad was Catholic. His family was Catholic. We yep. weren't really raised that way. We tried for a bit, and then they're like, we're just going to go to a Bible church. And then they're like, okay, we went there once. We're not going to do that either. So you know the stories. You yeah. have a moral compass. I have familiarity. You went through. The, you got the cliff notes. Yeah. You had I, a, I understand uh, it well. crash course. Absolutely. And that's good. That's all you really need. That's. I mean, it was enough for me, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have to almost like unwind some of that stuff. I believe it. But the, uh, the day was great. That's good, man. I'm really happy to hear that. And uh, so are they, is everyone doing it a year later now? No, so Elliot's in second grade, and he, I think he's. I mean, if things stay on track, I think he'll they'll find a way. Because now this is like we've adjusted, right? Yeah. So now that they know how to do the COVID communion. So what do you? What's the day like for you then? You do the communion. You. Yeah, we masses. had my family over um, in the morning. We had a great brunch. Uh, Sarah had it all set up. Then we went to mass. Had to put a suit on. I've worn a suit in a while, man. Have you gotten okay. dressed up? I've while? had to just for work. Oh yeah, yeah. but it's. It's different, man. Put on grown-up clothes. Well, you put that suit on. And then you go in your, like, when did I last wear this? And you usually find, like, a uh, a table assignment from a wedding or a, a mass card from a wake. Exactly. Like, that's when I that's when I wore it last. Exactly. I mean, it made me realize I haven't been the dry cleaner. I know you've gone. A couple times. Not a lot, though. Yeah, I haven't been there. I miss those people. Saving some money on that. Oh, man. Huge savings. I talk to them now that I'm, when I'm back in there. Oh, you still like, you good? Yeah, used now, to just I mean, be like, I'll be back for these. <laughs> Before there were so many people there, um, it was a little harder to carry on conversations. Now there's just one person working there. Shit's wide open, you know, doors are open. They are Do they do the the uh stuff on site or they ship it out? They do it on site at the one I go to. Yeah. You go to the the, the C D one price. Yes. And uh do they do it on site at yours also? They do. What I also system? go to a CD one. Okay. And but we also have um Mr. Swifty. Oh, in town here. Tell me about Mr. Swifty. I love Mr. Swifty. We yeah. don't really go there, but they have one of the, my favorite logos of all time. What is it? Just a dude with uh, a shirt on a hanger, and he's moving swiftly. Swifty. <laughs> he's living up to the name. He's fast. Tom fast Swifty? person. Is this Tom Swifty from all those jokes we had to make as kids? No, it's a different guy. Really? Different Swifty? Same family. Oh. This guy, um, they've been there since I was a kid. I mean, they've been there forever. Yeah? Yeah, and they, you know, I remember going in there and... With my mom, and I used to love the smell of that place. Just the the steam and the yeah, you know, the iron. You just go in there, <laughs> like you just watch the whole process. Sound. Hell yeah, it was uh, a good experience. Clean that shirt, Tom said swiftly, <laughs> or dryly. I should have said dryly. That's what I went. See, I was trying to come up with the Tom Swifty bit, and I screwed it up. Do you I remember those? I can see your dead eyes I'm staring sorry, at me. I'm listening to your story. Reminiscent about the cleaners. So you're like, to I'm going to put a pun together. I, I don't really it. remember those. They were a, uh, I, I, I found them in Boys Life magazine, which was. Uh, see, I don't this is brag. what happens when you are just out there willy nilly with no religion. <laughs> you just. You had to breed Boys learned, Life. You learn jokes from Boys Life. I was a, I was a Cub Scout as a young man. And, uh, oh, yeah. He would say something, but like however he said it would have something to do with what he was talking about. Okay. You know? Hurry, Tom said excitedly. Like they're dumb. They're the stupidest jokes, you know? Right. Um, but I should have said Tom said dryly. Clean the shirt, Tom <laughs> said. We've been a great oh man. This is too much. I just love that. Um I mentioned I was an altar boy and people probably started wondering something. <laughs> and then you said you weren't, and they're like, Oh, well, Jim's safe. <laughs> and then you just said you were a Cub Scout. Ah, okay. So we were both out there. <laughs> Really? Yeah. We In were. harm's way. We really were. Just a couple of snacks. You My know? nephew was over mm-hmm. um, for the communion. Mm-hmm. He's in eighth grade. We had a conversation about being an altar boy because he is an altar boy. Sure. And, um, you know, we talked about getting out of school to do funerals, doing weddings, and you get tipped. You get, you oh, really? get some cash. Yeah. 
Oh, you bring a couple like, bucks in. Getting out of school, I can't tell you how many funerals I did um, at St. Cajetan's, and I was often pulled out of school. And I served, I was the altar boy at my sister's confirmation mass. They bring in a bishop, and the bishop has like a super hat and a, and a cane. <laughs> super hat. A cane. Is that what they're called? They're called, uh, what's it called? A uh, Miter? I don't know. Staff and Miter? Okay. I like Maybe. Super Hat better. Super Hat. Dude, you ever go to the Holy Name Cathedral? They have the cardinal hats. Do they really? Hanging in the rafters. Oh, that's like great. jerseys. <laughs> like they retired. The, I mean, it's insane. Oh, there's 44. Look at those hats up there. These pontiffs. They probably had to bring some down. <laughs> sure. We got to take, hey. Literally. We got to remove his hat. Um, so anyway, I'm serving the confirmation and, um, the guy has a golden staff, of course, that you paid for. <laughs> They're like, don't let it touch the ground. Like there were rules. I had to wear gloves. Really? I had to wear gloves to hang, to, to carry this dude's cane. Now, I mean, I was happy to do it. It got me in the show. Sure. That was my, uh, and, and again, I used to love doing the altar serving because you didn't have to really. Yeah. You're paying attention because of your work in. Right. Otherwise, you're sitting in the pew just, you know, bored out of your mind. Absolutely. So um, I start not feeling well serving her mass, the, her confirmation mass, my sister, when I was oh, holding okay. his golden cane. Yeah, he's like a... That you can't let touch the ground? Can't let touch the ground. Because he's a shepherd, Jim. Sure. And his golden cane, he will, if you sure. try to leave the flock, <laughs> he'll bring you over here. Put down the boy's life, Jim. I know you said you don't really have any religion. Get back in line. Anyway, I started not feeling well at Mass, and I threw up all over the altar during Mass. No. Packed. Confirmation. This is, a, you know, grandparents, aunts, uncles, everyone's on board. You got oh your sponsor. My. So you, if you weren't confirmed, you could pick a sponsor. Yeah. I don't know if you know. Uh, I've had a sponsor whole, before, but go ahead. <laughs> a little bit different, I you know but whole, I understand how process. they work. I understand hey, how they work. We're recording the podcast, sweets. Oh. I know you just got home. We were just talking about your communion. Do you want to hear it here? Come here. Talk. Tell everyone. No, no, that's okay. You guys have to go back inside in a second. Tell everyone how your first communion was. Um, it was good. I guess I wasn't really prepared for this. Um, <laughs> it was fun, and I had a part as a dancing girl, so. Yeah. That's right. You were the, the, the dancing girl. I didn't know that was your title. That doesn't sound as, uh, you know, very communion-ish, but it was beautiful. Congratulations, Josephine. Really you were the dancing girl. Oh, did you try to do the hands up thing? Uh, yeah, it was a demonstrative dance. Oh. It was beautiful. Yes, the bread did taste like rice cakes. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. All right, bye, guys. Thanks for uh, being, you guys are Sebastian. Mike Singletary. Who else? Joe Sinel. That's it. Joe and Luke? Uh, Joe and Luke. I'm sorry. That's all right. We're looking for Elliot. You don't have to know my kids' names. I know them. I just Don't didn't remember which was which. <laughs> Do you call him the wrong name a lot? I call Luke L a lot. Really? Yeah. I believe that. Just off the top of Do my head. You ever head. call Josephine one of the boys' names? No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. But maybe I've called Elliot Joe's. All right. So we were talking about I love that she reviewed the, the, the rice cakes. I love she reviewed the meal. Yeah, we nice don't even have many rice cakes here. She must have tried it once and thought it tasted like cardboard. And I guess she hasn't had cardboard yet. Well, she what won't. age do you eat? Because I used to compare it to cardboard. <laughs> She's had a better upbringing than me. <laughs> Tastes like cardboard. You've eaten cardboard. Um, so that was uh, that was the day Saturday. How about you? How was your weekend, man? It was great, man. Mine was low key. I got out and did some. Uh, I was out and about. I did some hiking. I uh, watched a little watched a little football. Nice. Uh, yeah, I did some. I was out in the uh, hiking and football. Yeah, <laughs> hut hut. <laughs> did you? Uh, you did you bounce back from the uh, dental stuff? I did. I had a rough. So Thursday we had an outdoor show at uh, La Fiesta. Uh, thanks to our friends at all that good stuff. The party. Uh, we had a great outdoor show at the party. It was a lot of fun. Hundred people outdoor sold it out. Great crew came out there. You know, thanks to Maggie and, and Mary Kate and Matt O'Shea and, and, and the people at La Fiesta for putting that on. It was a blast. Yes, thank you. All good, all good stuff. The, uh, dude, that w- that's the third, like, lights-out show they put together. Yeah, 
They're doing great. And it was uh, that was the most fun crowd we've had. It, yeah, they were. But I was looking, so I had to get some dental work done, and I was it was going to be in a few weeks, and I got a call like the day before, and they're like, hey, we can fit you in at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, like the day of the show. You know, okay. will you do it? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like instead of waiting, you know, three weeks. weeks. Was it extensive? So I had to, uh, yeah, I had a bridge. They're doing some work. They're, they're, Did the bridge go out? They're, they're redoing the bridge. Yeah, they had a, yeah. The infrastructure in this country <laughs> It's falling apart. And it needs to it needs to improve. So, but like after so they do the work, I'm all and I had like appointments for my job, which is fine because I have a mask on the whole time, so they can't see that my face is drooping. Oh, like man. I was able to like work oh, that so they day. They novocaine you up pretty. Yeah, good. they novocaine me up so I didn't have to be out because I had the show that night, and I knew I'd bounce back by then. That's but then the they give feeling. me like this like this written list of things that I cannot have or do. For the next 72 hours, <laughs> it was like, don't talk excessively. And so thankfully, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Um, but it was That'd like great. everything. No stand up comedy. But everything else it said was like, you know, it was uh, it was uh, no chips, you know, uh, nothing spicy, nothing with salt on the rim. It was like it was like they were reading the La Fiesta menu. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't have the number four. I'm like what? The, how do they know the number four? Was there anything on the list that you didn't already know that that you shouldn't do or were gonna try anyway? Yeah, I mean there were little things. So they they had a they extracted a tooth under the bridge. Okay, and um, which is my favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Like I, it said, like no rinsing for seventy-two <laughs> hours. We're talking about your mouth. It sounds mm-hmm. like a construction site. I know they had to extract. I mean, what, under the bridge, they pulled a tooth out. Yeah, right. It was like no rinsing or anything for seventy-two hours. No smoking, which I don't smoke anymore. But so, like, there are. It was important to list some of these things. I think and you want to get you know, a dry socket. You want to get your yeah. You want to get all dried out your sockets. Yeah, keep your sockets wet. That was the hardest thing for me when I did still smoke and I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Did you end up with some I DSs? Didn't have, I didn't have DSs, but not smoking for three days was a. Uh, now it's like, yeah, nope. I don't even think about it, but. I smoked for 20 years, so yeah. I was, like, packing my mouth with gauze and trying to smoke out of the other side of my <laughs> mouth like it was going to... Like, what a, what a weirdo. What kind of gross crap? Uh, I'm so glad I'm done with that. Does it feel better? Yeah, it's getting there. Sockets are a little dry. What are you going to do, you know? Yeah. It happens. Do you, you have to call bad. them today to see if you could do this? I did not have to call them to see if I could do this. I know it says don't talk excessively, but I do have a <laughs> podcast. Called that's a great way to plug humble brag. Anyway, I'm just going to send you the latest there. episode so you can hear about how much <laughs> I talk. Uh, let me know what you think. The um, the wisdom teeth. How old were you when you got those pulled? Thirty. Yeah. Thirty ish. First weekend of college football season. That's a, bunch a good. Of buddies uh, came over to like party, and I'm just like on the couch with, you know. Did with you a, love that you did face. it? I didn't really, like, it wasn't hurting or anything, so it was just an off, you know, it was just an awful feeling for no reason. Like, I didn't feel a need for it, and then it was just brutal. Because that was, I think it was all four. I was chipmunked up for a few days. Like, this was a little easier. If it wasn't bothering you, how did they talk you into doing it? Could you think that this is a uh, a money grab for some of these guys? I mean, it could be, right? Guys and gals. Surgery is, uh, surgery is not cheap. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know, man. And talk him into it like this isn't this, this I know they're not bothering you now. Mm-hmm. But, but I you need know, a new car. 5 10 years from now, you're going to be wanting to start a podcast and uh <laughs> it's your wisdom these teeth aren't going to cooperate. Kind of getting get in the way. I think we go in now, Jim. Just take care of them. 30-year-old Jim. It was the same doctor, same dentist, same oral surgeon. And really? I hadn't uh yeah, he didn't Did he remember you? No. He was like, nice to meet you. I was like, great to see you again. Then he saw his initials inside <laughs> your gums, and we're like, oh, I've been here before. Tatted me up. You think any of them leave a little, uh, little something, a little mark? Little. <laughs> They've got to. Their signature, right? I remember when I got mine done, I was also um, not experiencing any pain or really issues. The only problem I had was a couple of them were out. Okay. And I would get stuff caught back there. Yeah. But then the other two were. But he talked me into uh, all four. Maybe I only did two now that I think about it. And I think it was messing up like another, like something else wasn't, you know, developing right because of it. Yeah. Or something else was getting pushed aside or something because of a tooth. So I think I only did the bottom one. So I'm going to have to do this again, man. You think about um, people going through health stuff or having any time spent in doctors. This, everyone's got this story, right? Like, oh, when I got my wisdom teeth, it's probably the easiest thing you could. For sure. 
You but, eat ice cream for a couple days, have a good time. Well, I'm glad you bounced back, dude. It was fun, man. But I also, nothing strenuous, yeah. so no bike rides. I did some hiking instead. That was kind of my, <laughs> I know, it's so dumb. So <laughs> dumb. I'm such a weirdo. But here's the thing, okay? Because then did, yesterday. Did you hike at the same place where you bike? I didn't. Like, I went to a different place. They're like, <laughs> hey, where's the bike? What happened? Usually <laughs> on uh, wheels. <laughs> I had a tooth pulled. <laughs> so. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you did? I had my oh. wisdom teeth pulled out. I know I know what you're going through. <gasps> Not La Fiesta night, was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> La Fiesta night. Uh, we had a uh, uncooperative perro. We did the, have uh, La Fiesta. perro. And you were a real hero. Dude, you know what? I felt comfortable doing that. That's my neighborhood, this dog. So we're at the show. Which Again. set it up. Like, we are, it's like in a parking lot of a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Right? And it's on a fairly busy really street. Cool. Absolutely. It's uh, the main thoroughfare mm-hmm. of Mount Greenwood neighborhood, part of Chicago. And um, the funny thing was, the show starts, and this dog which is right off the alley of the restaurant, is going bananas. Like in someone's backyard, first house. And it's yelping, basically. And it's an annoying bark. And the dog is facing the door. The dog wants in the house. Mm -hmm. So it became apparent to me immediately that this woman was just not happy that this show was going on. This was not And this was her redemptive measure. Absolutely. Get a little revenge. So I went to the front door, rang the doorbell, and then ran off the porch like I was like uh, <laughs> ding dong ditching, which I did. You really have a history of in this neighborhood <laughs> going back many many years. Maybe that's why I grew out of it. She's pissed at you still. No, I stayed there. I just ran. I didn't want her to be um, yeah. intimidated, but by, by some someone stranger being on her porch, yeah, and be too close to her. So I just ran the doorbell and backed off, and she didn't come out. Well then. Someone else from the show comes around because I think they're thinking about doing the same thing. Right. And uh, they see me standing out front. And I said, well, I'll just say it was Maggie. I yeah. said to Maggie, I go, there's someone. In, like, I don't want to say I'm staring in her window, but Maggie, it looks like there's a kid sitting in the, staring at a screen. I mean, I pictured my daughter staring at a, yeah. you know, YouTube. That's what I saw. So I went back up there and I knocked on the door. Well, the knock was undeniable. Maybe the doorbell was out. The knock. Everyone, the knock. You everyone could, heard the knock. You heard the knock. <laughs> so she came out, and um, it was not a kid watching YouTube. It was like a an older woman that was pissed off. <laughs> I could see why. <laughs> because the show was going yeah. on. Yeah. So I just said, hey, you mind, we're doing the show. Do you mind? How long is that damn thing going on for? <laughs> like, really? Way to hide your cards. Right. <laughs> it's like, I think your dog wants to come in anyway. Like, were you like, hey, I'm... Chicago's Pat McGann, stand-up comedian, you know, like... Yes, that's exactly what I said. Did she know yeah, it was you? Yeah, I said, I'm Chicago's Pat McGann. Yeah. Listen, do you want me to sign anything while I'm here? If you don't mind, do you want me to... She has you want me no to, idea who I am, dude. Do you want me to initial that dog's mouth like an oral surgeon? <laughs> All I know is I heard she, um, you know, was not happy about it, and um, I've heard that she's reached out about being not happy about it. Really? And that her dog was um, disparaged. On social media or something. <laughs> Seriously? So now, now we're doing it on podcast. I wish I would. Well, this will I help. I wish I knew the dog's name. I should have asked oh, her. Oh, man. Give him a shout out. I want to knock on our door again tonight. That's a long story. Maybe you have to cut that one down. <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> I think it's a perfect story. What was a fun night, man? That's all we got these days. It's a very fun night. This is all we got. That I'm show sure was fun. Um Tried a couple new things. Kevin Bozeman was there. Close it out. Very hilarious. Uh, who else was on the show? Maddie Ryan, Mary Kate Beck. Yep. Bridget McGuire. Bridget Rebecca McGuire, Gibson. Rebecca Gibson. A lot of fun. Lot Good of fun. times. Thanks to everyone who came out to that. Um, you know, we normally do reviews later in the show, but I'd like to read one because I think some people are demanding some follow-up. Oh, we have a review? We do have a new review. KJ from Elmhurst, who I believe has um, has threatened us once before. There's a threat. There's a. This is someone's threatened us in a review before, and I believe it may have been KJ again, um, who I love. This well, at least this person stands behind their threats with those big initials. Longtime listener, second time reviewer. This episode explains why Pat's humor is dark and depraved. My review goes to one star if the Catman is not on the show by ten fifteen two thousand twenty. 
Oh, really? I mean, we have a timeline. Dude, I had someone reach out, a couple people that said, do you really want to talk to the Catman? I'd love to. I would love to. I would love to. Let's have see you... what this guy's all about. People have. So I have, I'm waiting to hear back. Okay, good. KJ, <laughs> there's your update. I'm working on it, buddy. I do have to work on the playlist, too. I got called on the playlist, and I'm going to get, we're getting uh, the playlist up. I know. We didn't finish the movie That's list. That's going to happen. We got a lot of, we got a lot of irons in the fire here. You know, love we'll, starting projects. We really do. I love starting projects. I'm surprised that table's got all four legs on it, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I'm surprised it doesn't have a footprint like that cabinet door. Should have Sarah come in here and stare at us. We'll get that <laughs> playlist up. That's that's the difference. That's what I need. Tell me it's for my daughter. Then I'll get the playlist ready. That's awesome. All right. What was the... Um, the Pat's, ca- Pat's humor is what? Dark and Deprave. Deprave? That is. I have to look that up on Miriam. Exactly sure. I mean, and the usage of Deprave is a singular like that. No. Does he mean like macabre? Macabre? Ooh, it could be macabre. Macabre? It could be. How do you say that word? Uh, macabre. I macabre? think you nailed it. I'm going to look up Deprave. Like uh, morose? Ooh. No? Morose is a that, very no, good one. Maybe not morose. Ah, is not the right I word. I think it is. Immoral or Ooh. wicked? Wicked, yeah. All right. Deprave is immoral. Make immoral or wicked. I like that. Well, the dark humor is... Uh, the wickedly <laughs> moral. I think the dark humor has maybe been influenced by the pandemic and loss of employment. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to stay positive, KJ. I'm sorry. People were people were freaked out about me going in cemeteries. That, oh, so much talk about that. Which we already talked about on the front end of Catman, just sure. to explain that it's quite normal here to to go in the cemeteries. Especially now that we know more about you. You used to ditch school to, to work funerals. <laughs> I mean, we're just starting to see who you really are. Do you jog past them and you're like, did that one, did that funeral back in 96? I mean, I 92. guess you, the more you... Um, step away from it or think about it, the more you realize how much of uh, death is part of that culture. It really is. Right? Very much so. But yeah, it's um, it's it's um, in motion to get the Catman on. And it is. And I want to get him. I think we can. I think we, we if he's up for it, we can, we will. Um, KJ, we're working on it. <laughs> I love they're threatening us with the stars. <laughs> That's a solid move right I'll there. I'll take it. Thank you for the review, KJ. Absolutely. And we are, um, we have a ten fifteen deadline. This, you know what? This guy is actually, or girl? Do we know it's a guy? KJ, I, I assume it's whoever a, this person is mm-hmm. is actually uh, getting us to get shit done. Yeah, maybe we need more threats. We do. Let's not, Rev- let's not review us crazy. and threaten us. Give us a couple threats. That's nice. No, I'm kidding. But See we will. KJ we feels. would take some reviews, and we always welcome those. Those really help us on the uh, standings and the podcast rankings yeah that's a that's a tough list to look at just because you realize how many tens of thousands of options people have so we appreciate everyone who uh who listens to us we do and i'm telling you right now when you tune in to all over the place you're getting straight dope you're getting facts you're getting the news in a correct way occasionally you'll learn a word like deprave we're truthful we sure are Dude, I was looking up facts to just because we don't do trivia anymore. You know what? I think we uh, and people are starting to miss trivia. And my um, my teacher at uh, high school, uh, <laughs> who was also so my uh, my basketball coach. That sounds like a made <laughs> my teacher at high school. It sounds <laughs> like a made made up LinkedIn title. I was gonna say Marist, but it's whatever. Okay, just keeping it generic. Um, he used to start the class every day with a fast fact, and um, I loved that. Yeah. It was like out of the, you know, something different walking to class every, and, and they, they were documented. He had a guy who kept a journal of all the fast facts and, you know, in case he wanted one read back to him. And I love it. Um, so I, was, I remember one of the fast facts was, um, what was it? Within a square mile, one square mile, there are more insects than there are, in, than there are people in the world. That's insane. Right? In one square mile. One square mile. Any square mile. I mean, most square miles. Maybe if it's not all asphalt, it's true. Remember, his big one was uh, the common cold is more easily passed through a handshake than a kiss. Really? And uh, he's like, "Go tell your girlfriends that one." <laughs> we were sophomores in high school. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, we will. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we'll start out our podcasts 
with a fast fact. I like it. Did you have some fast facts? No, I'm just want to start saying things that okay. we're not really going to do. <laughs> not going to finish. Okay. Cool. I did. I was looking at something. Here, hey, come back next this week one? when I juggle. The letter Q does not appear in any U.S. state name. How about that? That's one? fascinating. And right away, I was going to right away I was going to go Albuquerque, which is a capital. Is it a capital? It's a city for sure. It's uh, not the capital. No, Santa Fe is the capital. Santa Fe, I think you should check that big map in your house. Um, <laughs> the um, wrong room for this. No number before one thousand contains the letter A. Can you wow. believe that one? I cannot believe that one. Give me a number between one and a thousand. A grand. A gene out? A hundred. <laughs> I hate when people say grand. A hundred. Yeah. Or a, yeah, C note. Finn, do you ever use any of those? Hey, on occasion. What's a buck? A buck is just a dollar? But a saw buck. A saw buck is a 20? I thought it was a hundred. No, is it? It's a it's a 20. I think you're correct. I trust you. Saw buck. Things like this more than I trust myself. Finn. Finn's a nickel. It's five. <laughs> $10 bill. We call it a dime. Oh, man. My uncles are all over. They always oh, do di- that stuff. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Let me get a dime. Oh, I love it. I mean, it's normally followed by, like, let me get a dime on the Raiders, you know? So there <laughs> might be a reason that they're using different terms. But uh, did you gamble this weekend? I didn't really. Sawbuck is a $10 bill. Is it a 10 Sawbuck is a term derived from the resemblance of the carpentry tool to the Roman numeral X, commonly used by Interbank Forex dealers to signify a transaction of ten million. Do you uh do you say Benjamins when you're talking about a hundred oh, dollar bill? The Benjamins. Are you all about the Benjamins? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't say that. Good for you. I don't really carry cash anymore. No, nor do I. I was at a store the other day. I was in a drive through trying to get some, you know, bite to eat and uh I got to the window and I was just like it was like Oliver Twist. I was just like, I have no money. I forgot my wallet. I just <laughs> forgot it. Please, Culver, may I have some ice cream? <laughs> I felt like such an idiot. Your Oliver Twist and Swiftly reference. People are going to think you were raised at a boarding school in Oxford. I love the Oliver Twist reference. That's a solid one. Which was it? What kind of drive-thru was it? It was a Culver's. Culver's? Yeah. I was, I was getting Culverized. Coming back from a hike, and I was like, you know what I should do to ruin this? I want a, I want a cup of their ice cream. And, I can't uh, ed- have anything harder because of <laughs> this new bridge. It's new crossing. <laughs> They're working on the overpass, <laughs> but I forgot my money. Let me grab some custard. And they made it, and she's like, I can't give it to you. And I'm like, I totally understand that. Unbelievable. And I drove away, but I was like, I That'd hope so you sad. eat that instead of throwing that in the garbage. You didn't say, like, I'll be right back. I, uh, it was too far away. Yeah. It was like 20 minutes away. <laughs> you feel like a jerk, you know? So I had, to, I had to, like, wait in line to go to the window to tell them that I didn't have money. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't want to just drive away and have them going, what the fuck? What, what, what happened to that guy? Get his plates. There's a guy who had ice cream. Where'd he go? Oh, man. that Dude, I had a, uh, not a similar, but kind of similar. I went to uh, the hardware store to get some propane. Okay. And I wanted to get, I had a, um, a return. Well, I, I forgot the return. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to buy two tanks. And um, I said, just bring me up for two tanks, and then I have a return, and I'll, I'll come right back. I'm like a couple blocks away. And the guy's like, uh, no, don't get the, uh, don't, don't give him the return. Wait till he comes back. We'll do separate transactions. And he walks out the door. And so now I'm standing there and the woman's like, okay, are you getting two tanks? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get one because he's not buying that I'm going to come right back. Yeah. I mean, I go to this place all the time. Those days are over, I guess. But I'm like, yeah, that's like such a, like, I would never even think to do that. But I mean, that's, uh, it, this is a neighborhood, right? People do that. Right. And I'm like, I'll be. So um, he was gone, and I'm like, just give me the one, because now I'm not going back to right. get it. Now I'm going to the bank and the liquor store, yep. and I'm going to go back on this other errand route. Yep, whenever you want to, because fuck it. Now right. you've got, like, you've now got one tank, this guy's, yeah. So I get the one, and I go out there, and he's got the two tanks. I'm like, you know what, I just, get, I just got one. He's like, I thought you wanted two. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> you didn't seem down with my, uh, my hustle return, so... He's like, you said two. That's why I got two out here. And I'm like, buddy, <laughs> you didn't want. You did this to yourself. I mean, come on. Give me. I'm Chicago's Pat McGann. I mean, <laughs> is he not familiar with who you are? This is your neighborhood. You feel comfortable is, doing that. You knock on doors around here. I think that's just like, don't you kind of measure the 
aren't you comfortable with someone? Yeah. I mean, is there a huge scam going on? Are you guys getting uh, shafted on a propane return? The old propane return? Yeah. Where the was old, this? I thought it was more COVID friendly too. Like, I'm not going to come back in your store. Right. I'm not going to get back in line. It's a tight fit in there. Let me just, I'll buzz home and bring it back. So what did, did you? He was so pissed. Did he put the other one back or did you take it? He was still mumbling about it when I was loading the other one. No, I didn't take it because I hadn't paid for, for you. it. Oh, just take it. No, no, no. But I mean, like, you didn't. Like, I hadn't paid for it. You I didn't go, go back, back in. in. Okay. Oh, no way. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? How hard is it to. An opportunity to win? <laughs> to stick it to somebody after, they stu- after I felt stuck? I'm going to get you back. I felt when I when I did it, I felt bad. And then I realized that they don't have Apple Pay. And in 2020, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if they couldn't do something for me with my phone there, because I have my phone there. I could have like Venmoed an employee $4, you yeah, know? Yeah, you're good for it. Like I would have, I was kind of in a, in a similar boat of no one believing me. And uh, I felt like, you know, for something they've already made, like the, the propane tank, right. they're not going to... They don't get to talk. They don't get to watch it melt. You just set that back in there. It's I'm fine. surprised you didn't have enough like empty cans in the back to just <laughs> to do a deposit. <laughs> do you guys these take are hangers? good for it? Do you guys take hangers? Because I've got a bunch of them. <laughs> do you guys recycle metal? <laughs> Any anyone got a side hustle in there? Who wants to barter? Come on, jump into this trunk. I've got all kinds of hearing aid swag. You can each take a hit off of my pen. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Then you, too, will want ice cream. Oh, also, man. you start hiking. It's very fun. All right, so what's coming up for you? I don't have a whole lot, man. I'm doing uh, I'm doing a show with uh, the incomparable Mike Toomey this weekend in Winnetka. Oh, I love Mike Toomey. I saw I him know. this morning on uh, WGN. He's the funniest. Doing and, the uh, Bears parody. We're doing a little outdoor gig in, uh, in Winnetka, I think, for the Park District or something. Oh, so nice. looking forward to that this weekend. Um, I'm doing a Zoom show on Wednesday for a little corporation. Good for you, dude. To make fun of some of their uh, some of their top customers. Oh, that's fantastic. Those are always fun, man. I'm looking forward to this one. So what about you? What's coming up? Uh, not a lot. I, I have a corporate Zoom coming up that should be cool. And, uh, you know, not a lot else. Yeah. Um, I know October 15th, we're going to hit that outdoor show at Cork. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's about it. I'm just, uh, I want to give a happy birthday shout out to my sister, Beth. What? Yesterday was her birthday. Happy birthday, Beth. And um, yeah, we got to see her the day of the communion, so it was very nice. That's great, man. And I uh, didn't give her a card, so this is the card. <laughs> want to open it, Beth? Here's the front, says, happy birthday. You're the best sister. <laughs> and then open it up, like, just kidding. We have another sister, too, but I love you. It's beautiful. Thanks. I just made it up. I, I could tell. <laughs> you could work for Hallmark, though. Do you make cards ever? I don't. My sister-in-law has got a great move. She just makes the card. Yeah? And, you know, she's artistic and creative, and uh, but it's a nice touch if you can pull it off. Yeah. Making cards. I um I don't. I don't make cards. I lament over cards, though. Like, I never do... I never think about it until I'm on the way to where I'm supposed to be. So there's only about a 60% chance of that card ever happening. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? But I did one this weekend, and uh, I picked up a card. And the first one I picked up was like this dumb, funny one for my uncle's birthday. Right? It was like, but when you, o- it was like a monkey on the front. And when you open it, the monkey's picking his nose. <laughs> like, it's, you know, a little action in the card. You know what That's I'm talking enough about? That's for me. Right. I love it. They loved it. Really? I drop, they're like, People are like opening it and playing with it repeatedly. What? <laughs> Look at this thing! Monkey just picking his nose. Does it say anything? Yeah, it was like uh, pick this card for you or pick this yeah, one for you. Yeah, it was something about like he had like a banjo on the front and oh, he yeah. had like uh, picking and grinning. You know, he's oh, gonna sure. do some picking and grinning for your birthday, and you open it up and he's just smiling and finger up his nose. But you got to actually like the more you open the card, you got to help him dig. So oh, yeah, it was a fun little game. Yeah, I don't know if I would buy that. I think I would look that and be like, who the fuck would buy this? It'd be great if they could tell you, Jim Flanagan <laughs> bought one for his uncle. Here's the thing. Someone else walked into the aisle, and I didn't want to be the guy putting stuff back. Right. Yeah, it's got to be um, pressure now. You feel like you if you pick it up. I hate buying cards. Most cards, don't you look at me like, I would never say They're this. They're so dumb. This, I prefer like the ones that don't have anything inside, the blank inside. Yeah. But I was... Um, 
thinking that making the card is the way to go for now on. I think it's a smart move. And you've got kids. They can do it creatively and make, like, the card for people. That's a nice little... Because the pressure of going, you got to go in the place, pick one out. That takes me forever. Absolutely. And then I'm looking for a pen in my car. Right. Or I'm at the cosmetics counter. Right, right. Down $7. And I'm like, I thought this was a pen. <laughs> and it's a... Signing cards and eyeliner. It's an eyeliner. <laughs> Just... I have filled out plenty of cards at the Walgreens uh, counter. What's your move for... But a lot of times on the armrest of the car. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to be super thoughtful. And, and then back of <laughs> my mind, I'm like, nothing can be thoughtful. You piece of garbage. You just pulled this pen out of the side door panel. <laughs> like the leather ingraining. You can kind of read it in the, le- in the letters of the, the card. The first letter's mm-hmm. blotted. <laughs> I always got a, a clot of ink on the top of it. <laughs> it totally does. Yeah, the pen's clotted because it's been laying there forever. Yeah. It's not in shape. Yeah, you don't know where it's in shape. It's got bed sores. It does. I'm a terrible friend, I think. My move is to write really big and then run out of room and then squeeze my name into the bottom right. <laughs> and if Oh, dude. Sometimes I can write Patrick. Sometimes I can just fit Pat. Sometimes I can just fit a P. Sometimes I draw an arrow. Over. <laughs> to be continued. I don't like when people go to the backside. It's a lot. I really try to avoid that. It's a lot. It's like, come on. Will you shut up? My mom, like, is the type of person who has to cover every inch of that card. Oh, yeah. Like, when you open it up, the left side is her words. Right. And then the right side is what the card company came up with. And then the little greeting at the bottom, you know, under what they've written. Yeah. Your little, you know, whatever. And then on the back, there's like a PS normally. Are you like when people tailor those? Like the ones that are pre-written? Yeah. They'll change like a he into they... Or they'll change pronouns or cross out. <laughs> I got one a couple of weeks ago for a friend who had a baby, a baby boy. And um, Nice. Did they reveal it with a pyrotechnic? And they did not, actually. Feel the grass? No, actually, they did not. Thank you for asking. But it, like, the, it was like, congrats on your new bundle of joy on the front. And then on the inside, it was like, something, something on your new baby. And it's like, boy. Boy fits perfectly. It's a boy card. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can tell. To, and, and they didn't. I was so pissed. I wrote it in myself. I wrote in the boy. It's the first time I've ever done that. But I was like, well, how do you miss this opportunity? So that's <laughs> the only only writing on the inside of a card I've done. That's perfect. That's so nice you sent a card. Do you have a color ink that you prefer for cards? I'm or a, for in general? I'm a blue guy. I like a blue ink. I'll you go do? black on, on when needed. But I, I prefer blue. What about you? I go back and forth between yeah. blue and black. Sometimes I think black is like uh, more formal. Yeah. But I don't know. It's so ridiculous. I'm I used to um, not mind a red pen. Yeah. I haven't written with a red pen for a while. No, nor have I. I like the purple with the glitter in it. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen. I like that for writing a card. <laughs> do you go medium point? Fine I do. Point? I, go, I go to find a medium. I See, uh, fair I hate to midland. Really? hate it. Oh, man. Like I can't stand it. Like I'll put it on the paper and it just repulses me. <laughs> It's just too much information. Why I'm particular about pens. Yeah. Are you not? I like a good pen. Right. I'll I'll handle I'll work with anything, but when I get a good pen, like a like a G2, if you will. Oh yeah. man. Daddy's home. <laughs> just feels better writing. Everything about it is just just in a good place, you know? It is great. I'm not I'm, I've completely abandoned the pencil. They're very rarely will I pick up a pencil. My uh, kids have pen envy. A lot of times they want to <laughs> use a Can I use a pen? Get out of here. No way. Have you ever been fooled by like a uh, a mechanical pencil that you thought was a pen? Oh, sure. So you get in there and just start breaking the mofo? And you're like, okay, there's lead everywhere now. Those always break for me Yeah. when you put the lead out, no? Yeah, always. Absolutely. I hate them. I'm not a fan of a mechanical pencil. No, I don't like those at all. But I did need a regular pencil for just, you know, doing some stuff at the, doing some drilling, you know, and you want to measure twice, cut once. That's what I always say. And um, <laughs> I... I needed a pencil, and I didn't have a pencil sharpener. And that's like a, like I was wandering around my building seeing if I, because I, like, I don't want to go to the store. What about your buy, Swiss? Oh, man, I didn't even think about that, bad boy. I could have just carved you were it a Cub myself. Scout? Not for long. <laughs> I didn't make it much past the uh, the Weeblow stage, which was the <laughs> the youngsters at the time. I think I started as a Bobcat. I don't think I actually made it to Boy Scouts. I stayed a, I, I stayed as a Cub Scout, and then I, uh, I was like, I got it from here. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need anything else. 
I learned how to tie my shoes. I'm fine. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> I don't like wearing this uniform. <laughs> Scarfs aren't for me. <laughs> no. I wanted to talk about the pen, though, that... um. Remember the you could push, uh, just push down, and the diff- different color would come out. It yeah. had like the when that came out, I Ooh. was like, "Who invented this?" It was like an iPhone. It's like more. <laughs> you would hear that somebody had it in class. You're like, "What? How?" They weren't even allowed in our school. Really? Once they caught wind. They had, you know, at a Catholic school, very specific about what you could bring in that building, and some people would smuggle contraband into the. <laughs> Into the campus, into the building, and you might get a glimpse at a pen like that. How many colors does that pen write with? Not for get long. Get it out of here. They'd walk. Exactly. What? They'd walk the aisles. <laughs> Let me see this. Where'd you get this? I'm going to put this in my June drawer. You'll get this back in June. Is that what they called it? Your June drawer? Oh, a couple of teachers had a June drawer. Uh, Joe. So Joseph's in third grade. Her teacher lives right here, right in the neighborhood, very close by. Mm-hmm. She sees her all the time. My third grade teacher was a nun and um, never see, never saw her out of that building would have blown my mind, maybe yeah. at mass or something. And she was uh plain clothes, nun undercover, but you know, they're fashion only, even if you're not wearing the habit, you're only shopping at one or two stores. Sure, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't take long to <laughs> figure out. Right. And she would whip Kleenex out. This woman would just. She was like a magician with the Kleenex. Like Spider-Man? Yes. Just like out of her wrist, but the Kleenex? Exactly. That's awesome. And then back it went. And just <laughs> It's like nothing to see here. Blow your nose. Just takes it back in. And um, just a different experience, right? I can't imagine. Like, I, don't, I don't think I ever saw my teachers as an adult, but my uncle, uh, different. I have a lot of uncles. My dad was one of 10 kids. Wow. Um, I... Uh, my uncle, who he's in, where did he fit in the ten? Number nine, uh, number ten, number ten, the youngest. You really? know him, Pat. He, um, he's the coach of, or now he's like assistant athletic director, but he was, um, a boys basketball coach at a high school here in town. Yeah, he was at EP, EP, and um, like we'll be at a bar, or like at at Cork. You know, he's talking to a bunch of like twenty somethings after the show. It's like, yeah, those were all students of mine. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a cool difference. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, a, Especially you get to have a beer with your high school basketball coach later on. That's a pretty cool thing to do. Very cool thing. Did you ever drink with your nun? Did you ever drink with the No, sister? but I've hung out with my ex-coaches. Yeah? Yeah. My my uh, one ex-coach just retired last year. We had, they had like a retirement party. and Is this the one? What's his name? Coach Styler. Coach Styler. Okay. Legend. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. my guy. Legend. I wasn't that's sure. That's the was guy there. who um, I do that coaching bit. Legend or what'd you call it? What was the, you're a legend or you're a mope? Stroke. Stroke. Legend or stroke. Yeah. Mope came somewhere else. I like mope. Oh, mope is just, yeah, that's in my vernacular. We've heard a couple of mope references recently. Kevin Bozeman called someone a mope. Which I'd love to hear. It was great. You do not want to be called a mope. I don't think so. A mush, too, is another. uh, It's a mush. I picked that up from my neighbor. He, um, he, he and his wife use that. He's a mush. It's, it's just a, a, un, formed teenager like they're not fully formed yet they can't really handle they're not responsible like they can't just mush take care of themselves like you mush what he's a like that i'm kind of a mush (laughs) i was a mush this weekend (laughs) well jim you had some dental work i guess i got pretty much they handed you a piece of paper said be a mush i got pretty mushed up on sunday though. you have three days of mushness (laughs) and then you can get on your bike again I'm a child. <laughs> We're all mushes. I think so, to some extent. Some of us are just mushier than others, you know? We're going to be less of mushes, though, moving forward. We're going to get that playlist up. <laughs> I love we'll that. We're talk about this. <laughs> we're, just, we're just not, no one's working on a regular schedule or basis. or It's difficult these days. It's a hard time out here, so back off. People have anxiety because they don't have vacation anticipation. Something I read about. Really? That vacation anticipation is something that relaxes your mind. Uh Uh-huh. And that um, this is like for the first time we don't have really anything to look forward to in terms of a trip. That's fascinating. Yeah. So it kind of gives you something to look forward to in that regard. We don't have it. and uh, I mean, are you going anywhere? When's the next time you think you're going somewhere? I don't know, man. I'm going to take some vacation time at work just to take it. 
Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to take vacation time to get some stuff done at home and dumb stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I don't really have, like, a, like any trips planned. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, I think some people do. Some people are. But I'm just like, where are you going? Yeah. And what do you, what can you do when you get there? What, what are you going to do? Yeah. So I have a colleague who texted me back today, and he's like, oh, I'm on holiday this week. He's he's Australian. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can call it that. It's fine. I hate. I don't like it oh. when my American counterparts say it. It's, it's like the uh, worst. I already know you sign your email. Cheers. I understand <laughs> that you've. I've worked with the guy. Uh, I can picture it now. His calendar on his wall in his cube. Holiday uh, like across a whole week, and I was oh, <laughs> it's the worst. Can't say. I hope you have He's a terrible holiday. Hope you go on a permanent holiday. <laughs> He's Australian, so it's fine. But he texted me today, and he's like, "Sorry, mate, on holiday this week." And I was like, "What do you? Where could you go for a week? Like, unless yeah. you're gone for three weeks, you're not even going to be able to. Where'd you hang out? <laughs> oh, just in a holding cell at the airport for six days. <laughs> I turned around and jumped on a flight back. I don't even know how people are doing it, man. Yeah, it's um, it's tough. Hopefully soon, though. I will say this: it makes it difficult. Like, if I skip something by accident or don't do something that I'm supposed to be doing at work and I have to apologize to somebody, it's very difficult to be like, sorry, I've been in front of this computer all day and I forgot to respond to your email. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, he's not a change of scenery. He's not a change of really anything. And there's no like, sorry, I didn't do this because I was traveling all day. Yeah. Like, There's nothing else I could be doing than just sitting there. That's a culture thing too. Like saying holiday is uh, we hear it and probably sound like it takes balls to say that. Like, what do you mean holiday? Like, mm-hmm. you're, like what, your time is worth <laughs> being called a holiday? That's beaten to us, too. Yeah. Right? Like, you get a vacation, and then yeah. you come right back. We're allowing you to have this. These people own it. Like, yeah. dude, I'm on holiday. I'm on holiday. That's this it. This is, every day's a holiday. Yeah. Banks Where, are like, closed. All kinds of shit. This is fun. You hear about, like, how bad our country is in that realm. Yeah. And we're... Has it gotten us? I mean... We need to fucking chill out. Nowhere. Right? Yeah. How do we work harder and are less healthy than everyone else? Makes no sense. That's a weird combination. Let's do better, America. (laughs) Do you think America is listening? I don't know. Really? I think they are. Do we have any international listeners? Um, I have some cousins in Australia that tune in from time to time. Nice. When they're not on holiday. Ah. Or maybe when they are. You never know. They, Australians, I will say, have a lot of great um, street vernacular. They really do. And um, a lot of them have made their way here. And I can remember hearing some of these from them before. Now I'm going to struggle with a, an example. example. Um, hoodie. I remember them always saying hoodies. Really? Before, and I was like, come on. Hoodie? Hoodie sweatshirt. Like, <laughs> It's not that. Now everyone says hoodie. Yeah. Um, I think they call sweaters jumpers, too. Interesting. Or some other Aussie ones. Aussie. Hoi, hoi, hoi. Yeah. I, um, and I love that their vernacular. German, I, think. I just don't like when uh, I don't like when Americans adopt it. They've got to be pretty annoyed by that, too. If you're any of our Australian listeners, let me know. And I love their accent, too. It's this a great like, accent. Oh, it's the best. And they're all, like, every one of them, I think, could just, like, kill me with their hands, you know? I was starting to feel... <laughs> They are strong people. I mean, I feel like just in general, that I, might be a stereotype. I was starting to feel like I was like two or three years away from maybe getting a chance to go there. Really? And now I feel like it's pushed out, you're way two, out. Three, two, three years <laughs> away from going I to wanna, the store. I, I want to get to Australia. That's like a life goal. Yeah, me I've too. I've always wanted to go there. Me too. And they have to work harder than anybody to, to go on holiday. Yeah. Because they got to like take seven planes just to get to... You know, the shitty places and oh, then yeah. like fly in from there. They're great travelers. Yeah. They must have just the born with that wanderlust. They get out there. I remember um the only time I worked with Tom Segura. The first time I worked with Tom Segura. And um Sarah ended up getting sick and I had to come home. Like we had really? just had Joe. So it was like my first road trip and I went to uh the funny bone in Toledo. Okay. And I remember talking to Tom, like, are you having fun, like, with this? Are you, like, I was just getting started. And he's yeah. like, dude, I love it. He's like, I got to go to Australia. <laughs> and you're like, what? Doing comedy. Yeah, man. Because he did that, that Melbourne festival. That always stuck with me. He's like, dude, I, I mean, I, it was never about comedy for me to want to get there. But sure. I think everyone has a, a little bit of 
wanting to check out Australia at some point. Yeah, for sure. Right? Have you ever done stand up internationally? Um, no, I don't think that I have. Near have I? But you're talking about Canada. Oh yeah, I've even done that. No, but I like it's one of, like I went to Switzerland and uh, Germany last year, and people are like, "Oh yeah, were you doing comedy?" I always feel no. Yeah, I was just having fun. <laughs> Were there some open mics there? There really weren't. There wasn't anything anywhere near where I was on the days I was there. Yeah. You know? But I wasn't like, I wasn't calling ahead either to find out about spots. Like three days ahead of time, I'm like, oh, I should find out if there's comedy here. Yeah. So Plus it's a work trip. You're yeah. not on holiday. Still, I'd like to I'd like to be able to say I've done some international comedy at some point. Oh, for sure. I may have to head up to the Great White North and see what we can do. <laughs> I remember um, when I was... Um, like in my twenties, we all went to Boston, a bunch of buddies, and we went to. We were going to a Red Sox game, like just making a, a trip, mm-hmm. guys' trip. Well, we went to that the old Ironsides. We did some like the Freedom Trail, okay, um, just seeing sights. And the guy was asked our group. He's like, "You guys here on business or vacation or, let me guess, bizcation?" <laughs> what? <laughs> so. I have been saying bizcation yeah. since. I love it, dude. <laughs> and I, I hope that when you went to Europe, it was a little bit of a bizcation for the you. Most ridiculous term. <laughs> you got to see some stuff. What are you here for, bizcation? <laughs> I just want to get a big shirt, a shirt that just says not a big shirt. I want it to fit, <laughs> but I want size. it to say real big, bizcation. <laughs> I'm on bizcation. I'm surprised he wasn't selling those after the tour. I'm surprised that guy wasn't like, hey, stop by the gift shop, pick up one of our Bizcation shirts. <laughs> call me. I might call you back. I'm on Bizcation. It's like a, you're half in <laughs> Don't bother me unless it's urgent. Then here's my cell. I'm on Bizcation. Don't you love when people put uh, that auto reply on their emails? I love a good auto reply. <laughs> I will leave it on there on Monday so you know that I'm catching up from last week still. I love an unupdated. That's oh, the best. You talk about just announce to the world that you're just giving don't up. Don't have your shit together. Oh, my God. I'll like, be out of the office till August 17th. <laughs> like, dude, it's almost October. It's the best. You piece of shit. Oh, God. You're in charge of my stuff? Unbelievable. How are you? I'll, I give it a day. I give it a day before I take it down. But, yeah, I've seen people. I did inside sales at Schwarz Paper Company, and that was my um, the only time I had to really do that. Because other times, like you're saying, I wouldn't even bother because you have your phone. Yeah. And you see stuff coming in. Yeah. And you just know, like, you know, you could reply, like, but that's a problem, too, this, stay, this constantly attached to the, f- have you seen Social Dilemma? I have not yet. Have you watched it? Sarah and I watched it the other night. Oh, boy. Has it, has it made an impact? Has it made a difference? Not yet, but I mean, <laughs> one it of these days makes you think. I believe it makes you think. Like the only time it's bothered me is when I'm in like Mexico, where you know the calls are coming in, but you're not getting your caller ID. Oh, so I would get like work calls, to, yeah, but I never knew if it was work or the guy that was delivering drugs. Yeah, like, very well resort. could be. I mean, you don't know who that is. I haven't really been to Mexico. Really? Only over the border for um, donkey shows, work trips. Oh, okay. Donkey shows. I um to go to. Uh, Tijuana mm-hmm. for the bullfighting. <laughs> we used to go to, me and some friends used to go to Puerto Vallarta every year. Um, just outside of there, a little place called Nuevo Vallarta. It was the new part. And uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. We miss it. it. My, but like my buddy's uncle had this insane property. <laughs> a place called Puerto Vallarta, which was uh, actually Nuevo Vallarta, <laughs> which was part of Vallarta. Um, but my buddy's uncle had this insane condo, like attached to a resort. So we're not in a resort, you know, like it was... Apartment style condo, right? But like twelve stories high, you know. Yeah. Um, and only like two per building. Like you had half the floor and someone else, and no one was ever there. The guy who owned the condo was pissed at us for like a year, and we never knew why. And uh, like we didn't know about it until my buddy's like, "Hey, can we borrow it again?" He's like, "Not after what you guys did last time." We're like, wait, what are you talking about? It's like they found it trash. What? Like my wife went in there two weeks later, and it was gutted. Like every, like I'd just been partied everywhere. You know, we had to send the cleaning crew back in, and we're like, we left it spotless. Right. And the employees were just picking different floors and just partying because no one was ever there. Are you kidding me? And his wife, his wife came like on a surprise trip, and they're like, we don't know what happened to it. 
they eventually busted them because they they did this a few times in a few different places and like got caught. But we almost lost our uh, vacation spot for a little yeah. while because they didn't because know how to clean up after themselves. Dude, that's that's kind of funny. I mean, it's really in hindsight, but we didn't even know they were pissed at first until you know until we went to use it again, and then uh, they never told you, never confronted you. No, see, that's kind of strange. Yeah, it was kind of. Did weird. you guys lose a deposit or anything? No, we were we were fine, but I mean, it was uh, it was just weird. So now you back in? Can you go down there? Uh, like, if you were to call him now, ah, uh, he sold it. Oh, he did. He sold it. So now those employees are partying in someone else's casa. <laughs> now they're having La Fiesta, dude. That takes someone some, else's casa. That takes some guts, right there, man. Isn't that a solid move, though? I mean, you just got to clean up after yourself. Because they they have keys to everyone. It's all like vacation properties. You know what I mean? It's not. No one's like living there full time. So many people right now are listening that might have a timeshare somewhere or a, a place, and they're like, you have no idea. What people are doing while you're not there. Absolutely. If they have keys, they're going in. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. We have, like, a code. Now people have codes. That's what I worry about. Teenagers giving codes out as they get older, these yeah. kids. Because it's a great to have keyless. I love that. I love having nothing in my pocket. It's great. Isn't it the best? It's the until you forget your wallet and Culver's doesn't have Apple Pay. <laughs> until, but, like, have you ever... Just needed a dollar all of a sudden? Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, at the communion party, Sarah's like, we're having a bags tournament. Everyone, it's a dollar person. And they just pull names. Dude, I'd come up with five bucks for the Uh-oh. fam. I'd go fishing in uh, <laughs> Elliot's wallet. <laughs> I was peeling the Velcro back. Like, oh, she's going to hear this. He's like outside. <laughs> just his head snaps back. He's just like slowly peeling. <laughs> you know what I love, though? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Got a Velcro wallet, Velcro shoes. I don't know where this kid would be without Velcro. <laughs> He's relying on the Velcro. I never so, understood why that had to change as a I, child. I know. Me neither. I was like, okay, but why? Like, well, because then you can have shoes that tie. And I was like, I don't care. You can wear these again when you're 70. <laughs> That's all they're doing. Don't worry about it. That It'll, is all they're doing. They're going to come back. Um, Yeah, Velcro is for on the way in and on the way out. That's when you... uh. That's when you interact with Velcro. You think it's like gone the from the world. Of life. <laughs> you think you grow out of it. Uh-huh. But it is. It, it comes it, back it, for it you. It does come back. It comes back to you and it's like, oh, you need me again. Oh, where have you been, Velcro? I find that Velcro on people works so much better than in other places. Like my grill cover comes undone a lot. Yeah. Velcro. Only really reliable if you if it's supervised. I agree. You know? I agree. You gotta adjust Velcro quite a bit. I was going somewhere though. With um, what we were talking about before. Well, you're finding that. Have you ever played those shitty Velcro games? Oh, they're awful. They're the worst. Awful. My mom used to love those when we were kids. <laughs> like, here's like playing catch. They but work for two seconds. It's, it's terrible. And then you drop it and you get shit in it. A Velcro ball land. that's just it's, done now. I remember the first time seeing those, though, and I thought it was going to be amazing. The coolest thing in the world, in yeah, theory. Like, why don't we just play catch? Get the gloves. That's it. Simple. No, what I want to say about the wallet was, Elliot's wallet was so funny. He does keep the dollars in that dollar compartment, mm-hmm. but they are not spread out. They're <laughs> not. They're just, they're balled up. They're like, dude, where were you last night? They look like he was out. <laughs> so he doesn't have them. This is great. Jim just took his wallet out. Got the same. Got to crumple that dollar. dollar. Like that. Look at this. It looks like it's origami. It looks like someone was ma- I'm a child. Oh, man. That's when what I, this episode has taught me. When I see money like that, I, I almost I feel hungover. <laughs> That's what you wake up to. I am as mush as this dollar. That is mush, dude. That's a mush move. This is total Having mush. money like that in Classic your pockets. mush. Oh, man. And I put it in my wallet. I went through the trouble. You, in the right place, too. <laughs> crumpling this up and putting it in. And it's the only dollar I have. <laughs> The only thing better would be if that wallet was a Velcro. <laughs> I, mean, I really be, wish it was. It would be pretty great. I, some people must do that just to be. I don't even like when people say this. Like, are you doing that seriously or are you being ironic? That you, to me doesn't sound ironic. You're, no. Like, he does it ironically. Yeah. It never, to me, sounds ironic, right? Right. If you have to, yeah, if you have to ask about it, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, you're just doing it at that point. All right. 
Should we take this one home, buddy? I this think feels it's about this that time. Sounds like a good one. I mean, we uh, hung out in the garage. A nice time here. We addressed pretty much everything we wanted to uh, go over. I know I wanted to hit on the communion, and congratulations once again to my daughter, Josephine. Absolutely. Who, who appeared on this episode. I don't know if she's going to make the final cut. We'll see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Nice little communion present. Get on the radio. Um, yeah, it's been fun, man, catching up. We're going to uh, be back at you next week. You got it. Love to have you guys uh, subscribe to the podcast, download, tell your friends, get some reviews going. You can threaten us. Why not? You can call us dark and depraved. You can be a real KJ from Elmhurst. <laughs> threaten us with stars. And we will get that uh, playlist up now with some great songs. But for now, how about this song? This is a... Whew. What? Takes you home. That was smooth. You know what, man? I love doing this podcast with you. It's, uh, it's a uh, ray of sunshine in these dark days. It's so nice of you to say over this. Happy fall to you. Perfect I know feet. it's the uh, 21st of September as we sit here. Autumn. Love. We've made it through another season. I love it. But this podcast is for all seasons. For all the right reasons. And we're not going anywhere. Literally. um, People have told us that we're helping them get through these days. There's no higher compliment. And guess what? You guys are helping us. I had someone again today on the 21st of September yell at me for not knowing the Joan of Arc answer. (laughs) Sorry, Terry. We'll haunt you forever. Mm Mm-hmm. And hopefully we're haunting you soon with the Catman and a lot of other great, great episodes. Thank you so much. Goodbye.